Hello punters and welcome to the preview of the speed maps. Off the map is the name of the show. Championships day two is the meeting we're looking at for Royal Rand. We've got to keep the intro short, Lee, because we've got eight races to look at here. And I might go on record as saying this might be the most important meeting for speed maps that we've done so far. I'd have to agree. Good morning, Brad. It's um, yeah, it's a huge meeting. Uh, a lot of these races were very tricky to map, but uh, I'm comfortable with where we've got them. We'll discuss them and then we'll see how it all plays out tomorrow. Give the punters a bit of a leg up there and hopefully finding a couple of winners. The first race we're going to talk about is the South Pacific Classic. Uh, like a lot of these races, you've got them down as a fast early speed, uh, which is good to see. We're going to get some, some pure results there, as you see when these horses are, when these races are genuinely run, the best horse. And we're going to strike a, an improving track tomorrow as well, so that's another element that's going to add to the uh, value of this meeting. Okay. In this race, no surprise you've got Green A on leading. Uh, he's a pretty quick horse, but there might be a little bit of a query of who takes that spot outside of him. He's even a keen-going horse, Green Aon, but he's an untapped talent, that's for sure. Uh, we've only seen him in the two runs at Warwick Farm, but they've been ultra-impressive, and I've got no real doubt he'll measure up here. Where it gets tricky is I've put Wild Planet into the outside leader position there, and that's left uh, the Joe Pride train for Seeker, potentially posted wide in the early stages. For Seeker does step up in distance. Look, we continue to say it. It's not the, the team Hawks go to really fire these horses up out of the barrier, but I think it's the obvious play with Wild Planet, but I wouldn't fall over if they were a little bit gently, gently, and for Seeker was able to take up that position running second. Uh, we then have Al Merton, who resumes for its original trainer in Jean Dubois. Uh, yes, that's well said. My, my French is improving. <laughs> uh, had two trials since it's moved back to the uh, the original stable and they've shown plenty of speed in both so I think they'll use barrier two there also of course resumes over the 1400 here which is a new uh, beast so to speak the runner a little quickly get you to touch on before we move on is Millard Reaction the Queenslander for those New South Wales punters who haven't seen this horse general pattern is to get back and run on general patterns to get back and yes has drawn a good barrier here but I thought with the very very fast tempo early might just get ran off its feet a little bit and be settling in the second half of the field, no doubt. He's certainly a, a big talent, watch for him. Untapped. Ripping home. Mm. Uh, all right, the Provincial Championships final, 1,400 metres, again a fast early speed, and they are going to absolutely hum in this. They will here. Look, I mentioned there could be any of five, six horses lead a 1,400 metre race like this on any given day. We look at one of the fancies, probably in Turnbury, who was able to lead all the way in the qualifier at Wyong. Uh, I've got it running sixth or seventh here. That's just that mm. much speed. I thought Golden Tycoon kicks up with Oakfield Twilight. Eugene's picks a different horse since they've ridden it more aggressively. Has to go forward. Mandy Line. Uh, Academus will use the barrier. It's so obvious goes forward. Expect to see Spring Charlie a little bit more forward than last time at Rose Hill when had that issue at the barrier early and settled further back than anticipated. Yeah, Mandelian's the first emergency who's already guaranteed a run with, with Evelina Evel yeah, coming out. That's right. So if you do like something coming from the back here, this might be the race to... Have a bit of a spec. I think so. I thought one that could sort of land in a nice spot midfield, three wild with cover, was a horse like Chalmers. The mm. draw is going to mean that going to be away from that speed battle and could be a horse that just works into the race at the right time. All right, the Percy Sykes, again, theme of the day, fast early speed. Cheerleader, it has it has the speed to lead Kiyomichi, you think? In my eyes, with Kiyomichi coming back from the 1400 to the 1200, now gives away weight to the opposition, uh, back onto a, a firmer deck, 
I thought cheerleader might be able to spear through and Kiyomichi could try and control the tempo from outside cheerleader because it is the horse outside the leader that generally does control the tempo. You can up it, you can slow it. Uh, and I thought that would be where they'd go today. We also go from seeing Damien Lane, a more aggressive rider, to a Hugh Bowman, who's much more conservative riding today. So they were the things going through my mind when I mapped cheerleader in front of Kiyomichi. Yeah, okay. Interesting but point, yeah. of course more speed there as well with Anna Heed drawn out wide yep. Viliami providing jumps from barrier one is going to be putting some spice into it so there'll be a, a, a good speed there three rolls line up in the Arrowfield sprint another really deep race uh, with chances galore no surprise Jonka leading I know the, the connections of Advantage have come out and said they wouldn't mind taking a sit mm. but it was pretty impressive there first up albeit dictating in a really slow tempo that won't be the case here totally different race and look we were fortunate to have the overhead shot for Avantage the other day and it wasn't brilliant to begin but quickly mustered speed and why would you waste barrier five here the jonk is a horse that can be slow away at the barriers but has had the luxury of good draws all the way through this prep so I'm saying if the jonker steps it leads if Avantage was mine definitely be sitting right up there Baller came out on roller skates the other day from a similar barrier over the 1100. They're going to go forward there. Uh, Sharif, Charge, even we've seen Zoo Sane race in forward positions in the past. The favourite classic legend can just camp behind them. I think it'll get a much more uh, kind run in transit than did previous start. Yeah, I think they'd be very happy with that run there. Classic legend. Baller eyeballed Nature Strip in the Galaxy, didn't it? Yep. It suggests how quick he from, went early. From a wide draw, yeah. So it's a nearly an identical draw here, except this is a 1,200 metre race. So there's going to be some spice early, definitely. All right. The Australian Oaks, uh, the first Group 1 of the day. Before we move on to Winks, now I guess most eyes are going to be on very elegant here. Mm. Similar kind of run to the Vinery, you think? I think so. The draw's rather irrelevant with very elegant. If anything, drawing 12's a good thing. She's not a horse that you'd want bottled up on the inside of runners and horses making their run around her because she does have that tendency to fire up. I think it'll be very similar to the Derby where we didn't see a cracking tempo. If anything, um, the winner and Corey Brown were able to get away with some really soft sections there through the middle and ultimately won the horse to race. I think it'll be similar here, but you're dealing with very different beasts in the shape of Very Elegant, uh, who's got a superior turn of foot and should be able to get a card into the race at some point and uh, be in striking range. I guess if you're looking at the binary... Frankly awesome here is likely to settle in front of Barry Elegant. I thought from Barrier 4 could hold a position midfield. Um, I'm not going to go as far as to say that he'll turn the tables. I know he took ground off, or she took ground off uh, Very Elegant last time, but uh, it's very hard to get them too close together in the market, I would have thought. Yeah, I agree, especially when you look at that last 50 metres, just holding it. Yep, holding if not going away a fraction. Yeah. All right, the Queen Elizabeth Stakes. Hopefully we know the end result here with Winks <laughs> completing the fairy tale and charging down the outside. I'd imagine so. She, you've got her last, though. Uh, what obstacle does that present for her? Absolutely none. It's the perfect <laughs> draw. Uh, I don't think the connections could be happier than Barrier 9. It just it eliminates any issues that could occur. She can go back. Maybe she will settle in front of Shillelagh. I wouldn't think there'd be any urgency early, though. There should be a good tempo with He's Eminent running along, yeah. mask of time. If He's Eminent was to fire up, it could even step up to a above average tempo here. 
Kluger I mapped a lot closer in the Doncaster and got a little bit further back. Drawn one here to 2,000 metres. I think they'll use that draw and be racing in the first four. He's eminent. You'd be surprised if the taxis aren't to try and pinch a little bit of a break on the turn. That's got to be the play. Um, but then are they thinking we have to run second and do what's best for the horse to get it into second or are we going to make it a race? Like, um, I don't know. I think he's a serious horse. I keep saying it. Yeah, well, a few international judges are saying that he's potentially the best that she's ever raced against, including Harlan Reel, so... Hard to argue with that. Yeah, we'll see how he goes there. Just on that, Harlem's a horse that I've mapped a little bit further back than previous start in the Australia Cup, had the luxury of a good draw, box-seated. Barrier 8 here, it's hard to see Harlem getting across in front of the likes of Happy Clapper, Hartnell, Mask of Time, so I've got it back midfield, which is a little variance from its most recent start. Okay, the Sydney Cup over the two miles, average early speed, uh, average. And, and you've got the two Lloyd runners up the front. Yep, it's an average tempo and it's an unclear actual tempo or, or picture of who will lead. I've mapped the Taj Mahal in front, but went very ordinary the other day when uh, racing on pace. Uh, they, I wouldn't fall over if there's a change there. It, I'm reading between the lines, but I think there could be. So in that case, we'd have mid-term go forward, and obviously Mike Moroni's horse, Wenger, would be ridden positively from the wide gate. Patrick Aaron gets the blinkers on for the first time, drawn well. They'll want to use the draw and gets a beautiful run just behind the speed with horses like uh, Ronald, De- Ronald Dahlia. Rondonella. Rondonella, in fact. <laughs> yep. So drawn one, it won't be doing as much work as the other day either. The draw forces the normal ones back, Yogi, Big Duke, Top of the Range, Glory Days, they're pretty well stamped. The, the draw means that's where they'll be. Yeah, I'd say in terms of being stamped, you'd be very surprised if mid-term wasn't in the first couple, given the shades went on last start and led all the way so impressively in the Manion Cup. Definitely mid-term forward, yeah. The Taj Mahal's the one I've got the little query on. Okay. I, I could have got that completely wrong mapping it in front. All right, let's talk about Doobie before we skip over. The international... Very well supported. He's going to start favourite. What price he starts will be, be interesting to see if the bookies take him on a little bit from his current quote. But map-wise, the connections have come out through the week and said he's a very versatile horse, but with the soft draw and barrier four, they're going to use it. Got to use the draw and can easily be running in the first five here. <coughs> Excuse me. The last time we saw him running over the 3,200 metres was able to sit right up on the speed. That was a small field, though, and they didn't go overly hard, but... No doubt they'll want to use the good draw here and without too much pressure is going to settle third, fourth, fifth, I'd imagine. Do you find, a bit of a question without notice, do you find there is a bit of a pattern to the Charlie Appleby stable or every race is... I think they take them on their individual merits. Yeah. Um, I also think that they, they seem to be very well advised in everything they do in Australia on what we see. Uh, the horses go to the right, the right races, they find the right runs, they get the right riders, he... He ticks a lot of boxes before he even gets to the barriers in my eyes. Yeah, no doubt. All right, the last race we'll talk about is the final group one, race nine, the Coolmore Legacy. Queen of the Turf, fast early speed. You've got capacity field here with the mares charging around, and again, they're going to they're go quickly. Absolutely charging. So Victorian Spanish Reef is a horse that I haven't seen a whole lot of, but I thought from the barrier, barrier four, it's the obvious leader here. Fundamentalists right up outside the lead. I thought they'd be closer in the Doncaster. Um, on the back up now, hard fit. You've got to go forward, I assume. Daisy Doom, consensus, the Kiwi. Uh, he got speed and draw. She's got speed. I, I'm sorry. Uh, drawn 19. There's got to be one option there. Miss Siska back on the fence. Prompt response. 
it, it looks to be a really, really quickly ran race. Invincible Gem was ridden positively last start, yeah. so I'd I'd go as far as to say this will be the hardest ran race of the day okay. in the early stages. All right, so, so for those punters looking at your Nikita Janes out the back, perhaps no disadvantage? No, well, that's my map, Nikita Jane, out the back. Obviously, she hasn't been that far back this prep, but you'd have to think today, drawn 18, you revert back to the way of riding her cold, but we'll probably clarify that with um, the trainer and connections tomorrow morning. Yeah, and you've got Unforgotten Elise and Dixie out the back as well, which is I no real they, surprise. I think they have to go back. Um, we did see Unforgotten taking up a position a couple of starts ago, but the draw and the speed of this race puts that out of play. All right, that should do us. Hopefully we didn't waffle on for too long. There, there, was, there was plenty to get through. Um, good luck for those punters having a play there at Randwick, and thanks again for your time, Lee. Thank you, mate. Ta-da.